We at The Daily Brew take the Bible and the study of it very seriously. Have you ever wondered where we or our special guests go when we want to dive into God's Word more deeply? We go to Logos, the best Bible software available. From in-depth word studies in the original languages to commentaries from scholars, both new and old. There are lexicons and grammars and sermons and collected works of heroes of the faith, and even ancient texts for the serious Bible students. Never before has so many great tools been bundled together into one software. To learn more about this incredible ministry, call 888-390-7341. That's 888-390-7341. While you're there, go ahead and tell them that you heard about this incredible software on The Daily Brew. You are busy. You are always on the go, but are you making time for you? The Y is dedicated to helping you stay active, live better, and find the best possible version of you. From basketball courts to functional training space, indoor pools, and yoga studios, the best of Knoxville is right in your backyard. Group classes and personal trainers that will challenge and encourage you. The Y has something for everyone. Join the Y and get unlimited access to all five locations. From the heart of downtown Knoxville to Farragut and Halls, all with no contracts. For a better us. This is the Daily Brew. What I can say is that one of the high points of shooting the documentary was that we've got to shoot on location uh, in Europe. So on one day, we all piled into a van, and there was one particular day uh, where we crossed uh, the borders for four different countries in one day. So I think that was that was a high point. I remember we stopped in the mountains with a little roadside food truck and I wanted to order a black coffee, but I had absolutely no idea because I had no idea what country we were in. I had absolutely <laughs> no idea what lang- language I should use or what currency I was supposed to be paying in. So in the end, somebody took pity on me and ordered the coffee for me, but that was, that was kind of a fun <laughs> thing that happened. That was awesome. I love documentaries. It's something about learning about the context, the build-up, everything that went on, hearing first-hand testimonies or witnesses to events that just really intrigues me. It draws me in. I also love the Reformation. I had some very incredible professors, whether it be in college or seminary, that really built a passion and an interest for this period of time within me. So I'm very thankful for that. And I've seen a couple movies, whether it be about Calvin or or Luther. But this new documentary that is out on the life of Martin Luther is absolutely amazing. Um, I went in thinking that it was just going to be a documentary, just showing me something about the history and giving me maybe more details to the information about the history. But I left more motivated to evangelism, more motivated to doctrine and scripture. So it's, it's a joy that I'm able to interview the narrator, Barry Cooper, today. Barry, thank you so much for joining our show. Hey, you're very welcome, Adam. It's good to be here. So, one question we wanted to ask 
just about this new movie is what really motivated you guys or what made you guys want to make a new documentary out on Lizard? Well, of course, on one level, it's the, this year, 2017, 500th anniversary of the Reformation. So there was definitely a groundswell of feeling that it'd be great to do something on the subject, uh, around that subject. And Martin Luther seemed like the, the obvious choice. Um, Stephen McCaskill is the uh, the director, and he'd just done an amazing job on a, a previous documentary of his based on Spurgeon called Through the Eyes of Spurgeon. This documentary that he's referring to is absolutely incredible, Through the Eyes of Spurgeon. It takes you to many of the places where Spurgeon heard the gospel for the first time after a winter storm. It takes you to the church and shows you pictures of the church where he grew up hearing the gospel preached. Um, it tells you about his life, his struggles. Uh, it's absolutely incredibly done. Uh, it's a must-see. And so it was quite funny. I mean, I was, I was working on something else. I think I was in Los Angeles at the time. And uh, I got a Facebook message from him saying, hey, do you fancy a chat? Now, I didn't know Stephen at all, but apparently the uh, writer of Luther, um, Aaron Armstrong, um, had reviewed a book of mine on the Gospel Coalition website. And so that was how the connection was made. And um, as I started chatting to um, Stephen, I just thought, well, here, you know, here's a guy who really knows his stuff. And based on his previous work as well, it seems like a documentary on Martin Luther, you know, is in really good hands with him. And so I didn't really need to be asked twice. And, and on top of that, of course, there was a the chance to, to travel around Europe and to see the, you know, to see the places that Luther um, lived his life and to, to breathe the air that he breathed. Mm. Amen. Amen. Is there anything while you guys were filming that uh, um, you learned about Martin Luther that you may have not known before you guys started the project? Well, it's interesting. When I was at... Um, I studied at Trinity um, Evangelical Divinity School back in uh, 2008 through 2010. And so I'd spent a bit of time studying Luther there. And, you know, I've I've been a Christian now, what, 25 odd years. And so obviously, you you, you know, you you tend to sort of bump into these guys once in a while in your your reading. I think the thing that I was reminded of as we did the documentary, a couple of things really. One is that um, Luther is actually an incredibly funny theologian and that's not something you can say about many theologians you know <laughs> so he he just does a wonderful uh, way about him in terms of um the way that he puts things now of course that can be a double-edged sword because he can be this this i think is what i really discovered that was that was new to me as we started researching stuff the the very thing that made luther such a powerful um testimony to the power of the gospel so he you know, he stood there and he he confronted the the demise of the Roman Catholic Church. Um, that takes real guts to be able to do that, real courage. And um, and I, but at the same time, you see the the very sort of the very same courage that enabled him to do to do that also meant that he was very uh, forthright on on one or two subjects later in life which, you know, as a modern reader, you kind of wince at this stuff and you, you kind of wish that he hadn't um, talked about the things and things in the way he had, particularly in, in regard to his views of the Jewish people. And so that was a that was a big learning uh, point for me as, as we did the documentary. Mm, that was very helpful. Um, one, another question we have, with uh, obviously with the Reformation, uh, 500th anniversary of the Reformation coming up, why do you think it's important for the, the modern church to study Luther? Or what could the modern church learn about uh, Martin Luther, his life, and his theology? 
Yeah, well, I think there's a couple of things. One is humility, because um, we all have blind spots. Martin Luther, for all of his genius, obviously had um, a significant blind spot, which we talk about um, towards the end of the documentary. And I think as, as, as people living in 2017, Christians, we should be, that should make us humble ourselves. Because if somebody as brilliant as Luther can have a blind spot like that, it makes you wonder, well, what are our blind spots? You know, where is it that we need to be to exercise some humility as we're, as we're seeking to uh, read scripture and then apply it to um, our lives and the lives of others? So I think that, that's one thing, is humility. The second thing is, uh, in terms of the, the Reformation motto, you know, always reforming, um, if there's one thing that teaches us, it is that, you know, there's a sense in which as we come to scripture, there's a mini reformation that needs to happen every time we open the pages of scripture. Otherwise, we're not reading it properly. We're not taking it as God's word. We would expect it to uh, rub up against us in ways which are not always comfortable uh, and which we need to be willing to, to hear and, and then to repent as, 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 as is necessary. So I think that's the other big challenge is that, you know, the Reformation itself, capital R, is, is still ongoing, it seems to me. There is still work to be done there. But also just as an individual, as, a, as, a, uh, you know, as an individual Christian, there's a, there's a Reformation small R that needs to be happening um, every single day as we come to Scripture. I think his two points here are very helpful. The Reformation motto was Sempera Reformata, we're always reforming. And that needs to be the motto of the church today that we're always constantly looking to how we can conform our theology and our lifestyles to Scripture and not the other way around. We don't want our theology to direct Scripture. We want Scripture to direct our theology. And if we have those two aspects guiding our church, then I think we keep with the heart of the Reformation. The church definitely needs to hear the Reformation motto, Sempera Reformata. We need to be like Luther always striving to conform our lives and our theology to the Word of God. Um, I know you guys uh, brought in several different scholars to help you guys out with this. Who are some of the people that helped out with this uh, project? Yeah, it's the embarrassment of riches. Uh, R.C. Sproul, um, Stephen Nichols, Carl Truman, uh, Robert Kolb, Robert Godfrey, Stephen Lawson's on there as well. Um, so really, I'm, I'm the sort of the guy who's doing the narration and the, and the presenting, but um, thankfully I'm able to hand off to people with um, brains the size of planets who do an amazing job talking about Martin Luther when I'm not talking, so that's good. That's incredible. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Where can we purchase uh, this new uh, Luther documentary? Go to lutherdocumentary.com, um, lutherdocumentary.com. You'll find uh, details there. Uh, folks who are in the UK should go to tenofthose.com, tenofthose.com. Uh, you can also get onto Vimeo. Uh, if you go to vimeo.com, search for Luther, um, you can purchase there. You can also uh, rent for less than the price of a, uh, a venti unicorn frappuccino. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there. Amen, amen. Well, thank you again. Uh, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. It's been a blessing, sir. No, it's a joy talking to you, Adam. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We pray that this broadcast will be used to strengthen your faith and your love for the local church. The Daily Brew is a listener-supported broadcast. We exist because of generous donors such as yourself. 
If you're interested in having your business advertised on our show, please reach out to us through our Facebook page or our website at www.yourdailybrew.com. Snappies make us happy. Okay, that was just weird. Whenever we get a craving for something to eat, where do we at the Daily Brew go? We go to Snappy Tomato Pizza on Washington Pike. If you go to Snappy, you're certain to get the best tasting pizza in town. Snappy's pizzas are made fresh daily with a large selection of toppings. If you're planning on inviting your buddies over for the big game, ask for the beast. It's 24 slices and over 6 pounds of deliciousness. Snappy Tomato. Quality pizza. We love Snappy. Snappy.